Dick Masterson, can you hear me? Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Let me man. Hear yeah, what's up, man? How's yeah. It How you doing? How you I'm, doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Better than Destiny. Oh, okay. You know what? I, I want to uh, talk Maddox, but the Destiny news is the big story today. Any thoughts uh, there? Oh, no. You can be polyamorous without getting married, right? That's not... Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's a prerequisite. <laughs> Guys, we're, look, I know everyone's celebrating Destiny's uh, poly marriage uh, going south, but look, we all need to band together against marriage and women, okay? Let's not lose sight of who the real enemy is. Just because... Uh... I was going to say there was a shocking lack of sympathy uh, for Destiny in the chat earlier. Some people dancing and celebrating <laughs> like it was 9-11 or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got a bunch of dancing Israelis in your chat there because uh, the Twin Towers of Destiny and Mol Molina have fallen. Um, it's too bad. I'm, I'm, I feel bad for them. I honestly Obviously. do too, actually. Of course, you know, I have to joke around about it a little bit, but I do feel bad for him. Uh, and he defended yeah. her everywhere and he defended their relationship everywhere. And now it's falling apart in a pretty spectacular way. And, you know, these things happen. <laughs> uh, but uh, the gentleman involved, I don't know if he got a load of him or not. Uh, a little light in the loafers, huh? Yeah. What <laughs> Dude, it's brutal. Well, my thought was she. She picked like the, the cuckiest dude she could find to like strike back at Destiny via that method too. Do you think there's anything to that? You know, um, I'll say I will say this. I hate saying this, but it looks like they had a lot of like fun and chemistry together. Yeah. Um, I I can't imagine I can't imagine a man you'd picture as like stereotypically masculine tolerating or pursuing. A woman in an open relationship. Weirdly, I can picture a, a like a, a stereotypically masculine man pursuing a woman who's married more than I can pic picture one pursuing a woman who's in an open relationship. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So it seems like it seems like this is just their version of our version of like super possessiveness. Like they have the same problems as us. They just call them different things. Well, yeah, and they're both Swedish too. I think, right? Um... I think she's from yep. Sweden, right? Uh, Booba. So, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know, so funny. Uh, but maybe, maybe they connect on that level, right? That they're both from the same country and have that yeah. type of connection. That Destiny. I mean, obviously, he's not gonna have that ever. <laughs> Being American, right? Um, so I don't know. I feel bad for him. I he said a little bit in his DGG chat, but I don't, I don't think he said anything on air yet. He said he would though. Uh, so. Uh. Uh, what do you think? Do you think he's he said he wasn't going to drop bombs, but it seemed like he was already dropping bombs there on DGG and knowing Destiny a little bit and uh, <laughs> yeah. knowing his style, Dick, I, I think some bombs are going to be dropped. Uh, <laughs> I could be wrong. Well, it's already seemed like bombs. Like uh, he's threatening to kill himself. Like, oh, whoa, whoa, buddy. Whoa. Come on now. Dude, uh, he knows people watch everything in that chat, too. So he knew that was going to leak out. Yeah. Uh, I saw the leak on like a leak bot. It's like, wow, man, you got industrialized leaking over there. That's yeah, it was crazy. a relay. So it's like a Discord relay that relays the GGG stuff. So it's like recorded for posterity just in case they try to clear it. I'm like, damn, they got quite an operation going on here. It's next level shit. Speaking of next level shit, what about Maddox's video? I don't know if you've seen the whole thing wow. yet. Wow. Uh, what was your favorite part? Uh, 
My favorite part. Wow, that's kind of tough, actually. Yeah. Uh, the N-word part was pretty... That was... <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty wild. I didn't know you could put 50,000 <laughs> N-words on screen and be on YouTube. Like, I didn't know. I got, I lost my channel for making fun of uh, fat chicks, but Maddox has got uh, N-word at, at 50,000 N-words flying around. They kicked me off for a lot less. The, the missing Bitcoin. That was another part where he... He's oh, yeah, that was have good. A, a Bitcoin fortune that he, he wants a piece of. And also... Patreon, he, it's clearly he, he like has a jihad against Patreon. What was your favorite part that you've seen so far? Oh, man, that's a good question. I, don't know, I, I asked you, and I hadn't even <laughs> thought about it myself. Uh, I liked his Maddox Blast thing. That thing? Just, I don't understand that, Dick. Okay, I'm glad you said that, because what is that? Is that a thing of his before now, or Maddox Blast? Well, like It's just so distracting and weird. Anyway. Yeah, I think uh, so. A long time ago, our our mutual publisher that we met through, because uh, we both had books, we met through our editor. Right. And the editor said, you know, Max doesn't write; uh, he just can't produce material. And so he's sitting on this this name that has value, but he he can't make any money because he can't write. So wouldn't it be great if like uh, he could make a, like a Maddox Presents line of books, uh, yeah. and where he put his name on the front and like I like this book. And I was like, yeah, he would that sounds like something you would like. So I wrote like an example of that for him so he could understand like here's a, here's the pitch of what it would be and here's how you would here's how you would present it if it's something you want to do. Uh, and it said like it was like a book but it was like with him putting foot like notes in, like uh notes to the reader. Like so they would buy it. So they would buy the new book and like get a little bit of his content to consume. And I guess he thought this was, you know, cheesy and cringy. And I'm like, well, you know, uh, number one, you, you, yeah, it is. But it's all done because you can't fucking write. And uh, number two, this is what you do. Like, you currently, you did this on my write-ups on our show. So I know it's I know it's a good idea. I know it's a moneymaker. Uh, I know you would have made more than nothing with this idea. But uh, I guess he just thought it was too funny to do i don't well, know well is that the part in the video where he tries to portray it as like you trying to write his coattail or, or like you know what i mean like um he calls you a oh fan yeah. yeah 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 the i'm a i'm a fan right <laughs> obsessed fan <laughs> <laughs> how happy were you when this video dropped i was laughing for probably four <laughs> hours straight <clears throat> like like psychotic like joker laughing like ah uh, my Patreon went up five thousand dollars. <laughs> he's fucking. He's so fucking dumb, man. Why would you? He's been making this shit. Basically, this is a video of like, I didn't dump. <laughs> he didn't dump me. I dumped him first. Yeah. Uh, except it's, I think it's literally about that halfway through with his ex, with his fifteen years removed ex girlfriend or whatever she is at this point. Um. He should have been releasing this shit the whole time. That's what I said, and you said that on Twitter too. It's like, well, yeah. if you were never gonna say this stuff and just leave it where it lays, you know, okay, that's one thing, right? Um, what he did put it all out there. Why wasn't he putting putting it out there this whole time? He would have got more traction for his stuff instead of having ten people watch him on Twitch, right? Like, I don't. Yeah, um, it's funny too. A lot of it was made. A lot of it was made so long ago that like the way he's talking about his Twitch characters makes it makes it seem like he's proud of them, but they were pathetic and weird. So he stopped doing them since the video came out. Uh, oh, it's funny. Yeah, oh, you mean the Oxmad and Banana Faggot thing? Oh, yeah. Take off? 
It was a while ago. Is it banana? Wait a minute. You got a ton of clips in there. He didn't credit you for the Richard Spencer stuff, did he? No, he credits me on a couple things, but he doesn't credit me for the Spencer stuff. And then there's a quote he takes when we're (laughs) – this is so funny. So you're high on acid, first off, and we're talking to Onision. And you're trolling. I mean, it's obvious that you're trolling on Nissan, right? Yeah, I'm trying to get him to agree with me and say, like, fucked up things. Yeah, 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 to go further with it. And you're like, come on, man, we're all attracted to the same thing. Right? Like, you're you're doing that, like, egging him on. That didn't work in that case because I guess he was wise to it. And he's like, no, what do you mean? What do you mean? No. Um, Yeah. But but he clips that out. He clips that one part and uses it as, like, a gotcha. Like, oh, this guy is so sick. (laughs) (laughs) Listen to what he says. And literally without the kill stream, a good half of the video can even be made because he's taking so many clips from your appearance here. See, now you know why I don't ever have my camera on on this show. Good point. Uh, <laughs> Come on, easy. We all want to fuck a 17-year-old. Like, can you believe that, ladies and gentlemen? This man has said we all want to fuck a 17-year-old. Uh, Dude, it's uh, just mind-boggling. And what about some of his feedback? So somebody's first off, you went through some of the stuff. He lied about your podcast downloads. He reversed the timeline to try to make oh. it look like you were getting more deranged. Instead of less. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, the best part. Here it is in 2022. Here it is in 2021. Like, man, that's not how timelines go. You're, they're supposed to go, like, forward in time. Uh, and he, in, he included the two years on the timeline. Like, he included two years when right after the show ended and when he sued me for uh, $380 million. He combined those two years and said, look at how much he's talking about me. Like, yeah, idiot. You just you just sued me for half a billion dollars. What do you mean? Look at how much I'm talking about you. No shit. Now, what about he went after your manager? I don't know if he's still your manager or not. I think he might be. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. But he went after him because you guys, you know, he, he used to manage Maddox, too. And he, he said this guy robbed him of the podcast feed or some shit or lied about what you said. What happened with the podcast feed? Just a little short version, maybe. So our podcast, Maddox ended our podcast because he found out I was dating his ex-girlfriend. He's lying when he tries to reframe that. And I think I have proof. I'll I'll look for it for my show. Uh, But anyway, he wanted to get he wanted to instantly have ads on his new show with Libsyn. So he wanted to pretend he wanted to perpetrate fraud on Libsyn. Quite honestly, he wanted to to point. He wanted to take over the old show's feed and just put his new show on it. So he could keep the same listeners and keep the same ad revenue that we had. Uh, I I had to start over, obviously, and I think he should have. I think he should have started over because you can't just cram new shit on an old audience; like they won't like it. Um, but he didn't do that. He asked. He he had Randy ask me, and I said, "I'm you know I'm open to a buyout offer. I'm not going to give it away. I, first of all, I think that's fucked to just." put new shit on it but just let it sit there so people can listen to it like normal you know don't right. co-opt and take it over so randy told him uh he's open to an offer don't change anything so instead of doing that maddox just took it and blanked it out and put his new shit on which <laughs> pissed everybody off so that is what that pissed off like that must have pissed off like fifty thousand people because they're like what the f- what is this shit like who it's like when when you two forced everybody to to download their song on their iPhone. Everybody fucking hated them for it, even though it's a free song. Um, piss everybody off. And that's, what's, that's what basically started all this shit, is him needing ads. Well, it's like going to McDonald's and they're selling Whoppers. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's like Yeah, and you open your wrapper and it's a big cock. <laughs> <Yeah>. a big... 
I don't know. Um, do you think he's going to try to see you again? I, I was speculating on that, and I was thinking, wow, that would be a huge downer for you, I'm sure. I guess. Uh, like, I guess my whole life is just, like, fighting this retard forever and getting sued by this retard. Like, every couple of years, he ba he makes a longer and longer version of this video. It's so It started, he made it right away, right when we split up. He made it again with the lawsuit and again with the... Um, Again, with the restraining order defense that he had to, that he lost, yeah. uh, the lawsuit that he lost, and now this piece of shit. He says there's there's longer versions of each chapter that he's going to do a live Q&A for, which should be fucking fantastic. How can it be longer? It's longer than The Godfather already. That's what, <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? I, I don't know how it could quite he's got, be. He's got so much weird shit in there about just unrelated, like, totally unrelated people. Um... The manager, uh, God, he had a bunch of other. I mean, he posted Maddox posted five every single person who was in the original uh, Facebook group. He posted all their names on his website and so said nice. they're part of like a Nazi harassment group. It's five thousand people. It looks like the, a World War II memorial. <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. Well, he's complaining about all this alleged. You know, he's stretching the truth. Obviously, they're just flat out lying. Uh, in many yeah. cases, but he's complaining about all this stuff. And at the end, he's like, oh, here's these 5,000 fucking people I docs. Here's Dick's girlfriend. Let's try to get her fired. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, okay, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, we'll see crazy. where it goes from here. Um, it's been a bone for you, I'm sure. <laughs> he did it during Christmas, too. I'm like, this is literally a Christmas gift for Dick Masterson. <laughs> Like, I know things were tight. I was like, oh man, I'd already told my family, look, I don't have a lot of money for presents. <laughs> the entire Madison household is going to be eating and, and getting a bunch of great gifts courtesy of Maddox as if they hadn't got enough already. It's like, did, did you see the part? Uh, did you see the part with Nick Ricada where Maddox, yes. like, really? Maddox has this, like, in this really, like, uh, like um, spiteful. A sneering way tells his fans like not to contact Nick Rakita's clients and that they maybe they don't want to know that he's a black faced lawyer. It's like eight minutes long and it's clearly meant only to fuck over Nick Rakita's like professional reputation. But he it took him so long to make that now Nick is like a rich and famous uh, broadcaster. I noticed that too, and I didn't think about it until you mentioned it just now. But yeah, he's been working on this for years, and Nick still had clients back then. And then yeah. he said openly now that he doesn't even practice law anymore because it would be a pay cut for him, basically, uh, because yeah. he's making so much money doing this and he's made so much. Uh, so I'm sitting there thinking, who is he going to contact? Nick's not even representing anybody now. Like, like what the fuck yeah. is this? Call up Rumble. Let him know that, uh, he, <laughs> that Nick's a real unsavory character. I thought it was bullshit you didn't get credit in those clips yeah well he did credit a couple and then there's all kinds of other clips though where he doesn't credit me at all and i'm sitting there thinking what the fuck some people are like you should dmc you gotta strike it <laughs> yeah that's what they say yeah, you strike should it. strike it strike you it down <laughs> <laughs> of all the strikes of all the strikes that have ever been struck this will be the, well, he this will really, be the most supported one he really hates me uh, and it's funny. I think I've told you this before, but I don't remember. But, uh, you know, we got you on in 2018. You've been on many times since. Um, but we had actually had contact with Maddox 
to come on the kill streak. History could have been much different. Uh, uh, like, <laughs> literally, we had contact with Maddox, and he's like, yeah, I'll come on. And, you know, it's it's like, okay, oh, we kind of wow. lost touch. But he's like, yeah, let's, let's try to get together. I, I, I'll come on. I'm down. The, yeah. the evil, you know, hate podcast or whatever the fuck he calls me now, he was yeah. down to come on the kill stream. And then we had you on. If you go back and listen to that that first time you were on, we talked about Maddox, and, and you ragged on him some, but it was light, right? And I don't go in on him at all because I was like, well, maybe he'll yeah, come I remember on that. one day, right? Like, I don't really yeah. participate in it. But as yeah. soon as you came on, it was all bets are off, and I hate this fat fuck, and, you know, <laughs> fuck him, and it was a totally different story. <laughs> but the history could have been could have been much different, right? Like, he, he was down to come on, and then all of a sudden he wasn't. Uh, so... Uh, now let's see. Amy Teresa is coming up. We're going to talk Gaza and Israel. That was really the name okay. of the game tonight. Um, but then this Maddox thing happened and just, it's funny. Every time I book you on the show, something, and it's usually something insane that happens to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> some insane downturn actually. Uh, but for once that didn't happen this week, at least that I know of, I don't know. I'll have to check. My I saw you on, uh, I saw you on that steel toe show. Oh, yeah. And then I saw that guy cog was like, really? really upset about it he completely lost his mind dick uh you know and i don't uh i didn't see anybody mention this but i i remember this back from when the first time i saw that video of that uh, that guy chasing you down and like beating you up yeah uh and then they hit that woman and cracked her head open i remember in the video that you were actually trying to protect that woman and that's why they got the jump on you i don't know i didn't hear anybody say that but i was wondering if you remembered that because i swear i remembered you wanting to you wanting to take those guys on by yourself but then you're like oh there's this lady here i gotta try to keep her right. safe and, and you ended up getting a hit for that it was all about my real well-known proclivity for saving women uh <laughs> and you know i saw that she was possibly in danger and that's how they caught me completely unawares there uh, and unfortunately, yeah, I wasn't able I knew to save that. her this time, you know, uh, and it's been an eternal regret of mine. It weighs heavily on my conscience. Uh, but in all seriousness, it was a psychotic thing to do. They grabbed her and threw her out in the fucking traffic, dude. Like, it was insane. I I literally saw the car, like, stop, like, ugh, slam on the brakes. She was about to get run over. I'm not kidding. Um, so, I don't know. The response like, to that was crazy. That guy, uh, Cogs, when he's like, well, you know, you shouldn't be, if you're a woman, you shouldn't be getting involved in a fight. It's like, this wasn't a fight. That was like a, 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 a mugging. Well, right. She saw me being brutally attacked. Right, yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, whoa, stop this, stop this. And it's in Lisbon. There been a, there's not really a lot of this going on, although it's funny that it's happened to me twice. But <laughs> I don't know. It must be something about me, Dick. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if you're in any studies. Yeah. This man came here twice and was beat up both times. <laughs> Perfectly fine in Mexico, though. No, no physical violence. In the cartel town. Yeah, these are my people here. I don't, I don't know what it is, but I, I get along great. Uh, with the Mexican people. Uh, speaking of uh, foreigners, we're waiting on Amy Therese uh, here. She's coming from Australia. Have you ever been to Australia? Huh, what, a, what a question is that? No, I uh, they rejected my visa. I had to oh, yeah, that's right. I completely forgot about that. Why the yeah, fuck? A, that, maybe that was Maddox, too. I don't know. He said he <laughs> called the FBI in his video. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe he tracked down uh, Satoshi to see what the deal is with those missing bitcoins that he's gonna look for. 
I forgot. Well, you know, I've never even attempted to go because I have a hunch that they wouldn't let me in. Uh, yeah. And so I never even tried, but I completely forgot you're going to do a road rage there and they didn't let you into the country. Did they ever give you a justification for that? Uh, um, 24 hours after my trip was over, uh, I got approved. No! See, I didn't yeah. remember that part. Oh, dude. That's I don't know if I've ever said that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 24 hours, straight up one day after after I was the end of the vacation uh, or the end of the trip, I got an email that said, Congratulations, you're approved for your trip that was two weeks ago. Oh, Gee, wow. Thanks, man. Australia. Yeah. And it takes like 20 hours or some shit to fly down there anyway. It's, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, didn't you, do, didn't they go ahead and didn't Sean go down there or something? I, I remember or something. He had a great time. Yeah, he yeah. had a whole tour. Yeah. He had shows that he went to the shows. I just gave everybody their, I think I gave everybody their money back. I hope. Uh, and they showed up anyway. And we tried to do like a, a TV show, but it was difficult. Don't give uh, Maddox any more ideas if you, <laughs> for another video. I didn't get my money. <laughs> 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 God, he's so retarded. Uh, well, and then it's so dumb because he, he got decent views on the video. And yeah. it was clearly like, well, why weren't you talking about this for five fucking years, you moron? Like, nobody wants to see you dress up in a fucking banana costume, you idiot. <laughs> Talk about your beef. Talk about your drama. Like... I even saw some people who were probatics, and they're like, God, why did he wait so long? He's been letting Dick Masterson control the narrative for five years. And I'm like, well, yeah, idiot. Um, ten. It's ten. been all of his half his decade shit. It's like, no, no, no. It's been, let's see, That's that true. the first show ended in 2016. So it's been, oh, okay, seven. Yeah, it's been the, it's been almost, almost eight years now. Well, we'll see. He's going to do a part two. What is he going to do that on Twitch? Um, I don't know. I can't wait to see him live stream the N-word chapter for on YouTube. Well, I didn't even um, want to show that on my stream. When it came up, I was like, oh, God, like <laughs> there's just nothing but N-words all over the screen. I was like, they're going to think I'm doing it. Like people look for reasons to strike me for any old thing, right? And I'm like, dude, if I'd have put that well, on YouTube, they would have nuked me from orbit. I, I just can't even fathom that, really. Yeah. Um, uh, it's really, it's kind of weird. Like <clears throat> way back when he first started this um <clears throat> excuse me this rape list shit where he's like oh somebody said uh somebody said they were gonna rape my girlfriend on 8chan well, i thought that was funny uh that null was the one who suggested we use 8chan too or the one oh, null was the one that suggested the those guys yeah you were in chat and said you didn't even remember that no oh. i never knew that that's hilarious that is a nice wrinkle there what a great idea <laughs> <laughs> it ties it all up it really ties it all together <laughs> holy shit and that makes sense because he used to do some you know he used to code for 8chan or whatever um yeah. but yeah i didn't know that either uh, and it's funny again you know I'm, I'm trying to stay out of the 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 beef you guys have or whatever but uh, we watched his of course i didn't agree with much of what he said about the maddox video but he it's because he was watching it and he was like he had to admit at points like Maddox is crazy for this and he's got to throw the Nazi <laughs> stuff up and the book burning and oh uh, god the Nazi stuff was hilarious you know what who else burned books the Nazis <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean they did a lot of other stuff too though but <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's generally not the main talking point <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was Jews they burned? Oh, shit, I thought it was bugs. Oh, okay. Uh, let me, never mind. 
Also, Amy messaged me and said, is it okay if I do audio only? And I was like, yeah. I mean, that's what Dick's doing right here, too. Yeah. And that was like 10 minutes ago. So I just saw that. <laughs> She's uh, still got to put her makeup on. I guess She's putting audio <laughs> makeup on. Uh, well, we could get started. What? Okay. I usually don't do this, but... Oh, wait. Here she is. She, she said 11 she minutes is. ago. Well, no. She said on Twitter, I'm popping into the kill stream shortly to discuss the conflict in Gaza with Dick Masterson. Uh, and I'll, yeah. I'll retweet that uh, as well. Uh, I guess we'll lay the groundwork here. Uh, we're okay. talking Israel, Gaza. Usually I don't do this, but we're waiting on her. So, um, what is your general? Gaza is the one uh, with the Jews in it, right? No, no, no. That's the that's the other one, the Israel one. Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> we might need to reschedule. <laughs> Damn it! Uh, well. Um, <laughs> Am I going to end up on Gabe Hopman's uh, shit list for like all time for having this uh, debate? I think that might actually be the case. Yeah, he's kind of uh, he's kind of cogged here with it. Um, and you know, it's fuck. It's funny because I shouldn't have said this on Twitter, but he was talking so much crazy shit about me that the week the the October seventh thing happened, <laughs> I tweeted out and I said, "Whoa, it's a rough week for Gabe Hoffman." <laughs> <laughs> I put that out and he still he still like screenshots it and put us on Twitter this raging anti-Semite oh my god I can't believe he said that I was joking of course uh, but he didn't take it that way shockingly enough yeah. shockingly enough that's okay I don't think he liked me anyway he was good when he called in here that one time <clears throat> yeah and we had a random debate on who runs Hollywood uh, <laughs> yeah which <laughs> He seems shockingly like You don't have to argue every for. point, you know? You can say, like, okay, yeah, well, they do they do run Hollywood. Or we do run Hollywood. That's fine. Well, yeah, they do, right? Like, I, mean, it's not, it's, I didn't even say it was necessarily nefarious. I'm just like, well, they kind of invented Hollywood in a lot of ways, right? Like, uh, at least yeah. the early part, right? But whatever. He didn't want Isn't to a major part, part of their culture, like, storytelling? Like, they've yeah. been doing it for thousands of years. It would seem like being faithful to language and storytelling would be... They would naturally... Right. Well, and there's uh, all kinds of articles Hollywood. where Jews say that they run Hollywood <laughs> and they're prideful <laughs> about it. Right. They're like, yeah, of course, yeah. you know, I, uh, and literally the article I was, I was <laughs> quoting and reading from was a, it was a Jewish guy in the LA times. And he's like the head of Sony, the head of this, the head of that. I'm like, well, what about these guys, Gabe? Oh, well, uh, <laughs> okay. Um, I didn't even mean it like it was a world domination plot or whatever. They kind of were just there, start start Hollywood basically, and they've had a firm hand on it since. But he didn't want to. He didn't want to give that up. Uh, yeah. So it's not know. their fault. Hollywood's so big, you know. That's right. like white people did that. So that's <clears throat> true. Jim Satala in the super chat says, "What's it going to take for a road rage live show in Tampa again?" Oh, I was at that one. I won't go into who's with me, but uh, in Tampa again with you making a special guest appearance. You mean me or Dick? I mean Dick will have to be there. Yeah. Well, you know I'm a little skittish on flying into the United States. <laughs> that- oh yeah, maybe we could do road rage Mexico. <laughs> that would be sick, actually. Uh, so yeah, you know I'd probably. I'll probably come back in for Tampa. I had a great time there in Tampa. Uh, and uh, I'll leave it there. But everybody had a great time in Tampa, I'll say. Uh, Amy is here. There we go. Amy. Making an entrance. Amy, how you doing? Can you hear us? Hi. Yeah, yeah. I can hear you perfectly. That's great. Very cool. It's good to have you here. Been a while since we had oh, you here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for being here. Now, how oh, I... 
Very cool. And how's your life in Sydney right now? Uh, so yeah, good. Yeah. Very, very cool. You're in Sydney. I'm here in Merida, Mexico in the Yucatan Peninsula. And Dick Masterson is in Los Angeles, California. So truly a worldwide broadcast uh, here this <laughs> evening on the Kill Stream. Uh, so I saw you guys arguing on Twitter, actually, uh, about Israel Gaza. And I'd seen it a couple times already. And so I was like, hmm. Why don't I try to set up some kind, some type of convo here on this issue? Now, I like Dick because he's not afraid afraid to just be like, "No, bitch, I disagree." Whereas, like a lot of people on Twitter, are like, I have a right to defend myself, baby. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> now, it's not an official debate uh, or blood sports, as it's colloquial. No, colloquial no, because I don't, I don't, I don't like. The thing is, I don't. Like, I, I'm going to say just as straightforwardly as possible, I have no particular interest in Israel. I've never been there. I don't really know anyone who's been there. Like, it just, it doesn't interest me. I'm not invested in it. Um, and, like, I don't, like, I don't really care either way. But I do find, like, a lot of the Palestine activists are just, like, the craziest, most delusional people on planet Earth. And they talk so much shit. And it just started getting on my nerves. And so... <laughs> Yeah, they did. The Palestine activists, they... I mean, you're a right. The Palestine stuff got on your nerves. Oh, extremely. Yeah, I think they're all, like, borderline retarded and hysterical, so... That might be. Uh, Well, I have been to Israel. Um, I've been to the wall, and I've also been to the cube that they have on the other side, and I disrespected it secretly. Uh, When you went on Birthright? Is that when that was? (laughs) Uh, It's it's so secret. I can't even tell you what the name of it is. We don't want to. We don't want you doing it. I've been to music festivals in Israel. So, uh, oh nice. Thank you. Singularly, we're at that one music festival. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And um, and the creator. Did you paraglide in? Yeah. You know they ruined that for us forever. Now (laughs) now I'm just going to be at every music festival, looking up in the sky, having fantasies about blowing these guys, blowing these A team guys away. Now, what was your experience? Where were you going with that? Your trip to Israel? Uh, I and also, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, Rob. I'm going over how okay. you know amazingly pro, how not anti-Semitic I am before we start this debate. Uh, and the uh, the creator of the Fortnite Holocaust Museum uh, sure. said that the ADL the what is, the, the Fortnite the, Holocaust Museum. Did yeah. you know What's there that? was a well the Holocaust Museum? It's in Fortnite. Oh, I I thought of Fortnite as in like the, the video game. <laughs> Yes, that's the one. They put a they put a Holocaust museum in it, so you could learn about the Holocaust before you go. <laughs> DEI is so out of control. What's funny about that, Amy? What what could possibly be? I look as I've said before, the only people that I side with in the Middle East are the Lebanese phalangists. So I'm just neutral on the yeah. whole Palestine Israel thing. Uh, really? You are? I mean, <laughs> emotionally, sure. Emotionally, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm I'm coming at it. I think, I think everything ends, everything in, ends in one place for me, and that's um, probably the Israeli government and the U.S. government are conspiring to take Palestinian refugees, preferably all of them, and dump them into the U.S. Yeah, this uh, is where we completely agree. I don't want any Palestinian refugees in Australia. I like think that the mass migration to the West from the third world is a disaster and we should put a moratorium on it. So I think we agree on all of that. 
Yeah, uh, it's hard to put a moratorium on it when they're uh, when they're dropping uh, like two and a half nuclear bombs on Gaza. Right. Yeah, it does make yeah. it more difficult. Definitely. Uh, and all this, uh, all this, they have a right. All this, Israel has a right to defend itself. Every time I hear that something has a right to defend itself, <clears throat> especially like a nation, state, and not a person, uh, usually that turns into just a bunch of uh, brown people getting killed, like it did in nine eleven or Vietnam. You know, right. whatever. Uh, so that's my yeah. that's my problem with it. Every time somebody says, and I've seen you say this a lot, they have a right to defend themselves. I think, well, I mean, I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know what a what a what a abstract concept like a country has rights yeah i mean i i do find it like i totally get where you're coming from and i also one thing i do find about like when we talk about like like sovereign states having a right to defend themselves like these are all absolutely like legal constructs whatever it's also like it emerged out of customary international law as opposed to just like the un i think a lot of basically i think un international law is kind of garbage but if you are fighting a war you should essentially abide by it but um i think you know we do have a problem if sovereign states can't if that like if you want to retract the right for a sovereign state to defend itself then you've basically abolished states altogether okay um retract the right for a like if like if ultimately any state actor or non-state actor can intervene in any other country to whatever extent they see fit yeah um then it's all over <laughs> like you don't have yeah. countries anymore at that point i suppose that's true do you uh do you think they've gone too far already israel in defending quote unquote defending themselves i mean again i find like the it is absurd when we talk about the idea of like if you take it out of that legalistic context and what you do is look at the fact that like they're bombing Gaza and there's, you know, a bunch of civilians dying, blah, blah, blah. It, it, it seems silly. It seems over the top, but I think ultimately what they're saying is like, we were hit by a non-state actor that is, that has totally like imbricated itself in this particular region. We need to eviscerate that non-state actor and until we do that, we're not yeah. safe. Like because they are like a present imminent threat to us. Which again, like I don't think that Hamas can eviscerate Israel or like undermine like the existence of the state of Israel or whatever. But they did kill like a thousand civilians, which is kind of crazy. Like innocent people in their beds. Like if you it it was a lot like nine eleven in terms of like conceptually what happened um, yeah i agree uh do you think the gut the u.s government let 9-11 happen so they could justify war i don't think they necessarily let it happen so that they could justify war but yeah. i do think that um i do think that a lot of these things are born out of idiotic things that governments have done prior to that you know what i mean like it's hard to separate someone like a osama bin laden from you know the blowback that created him you know like you mean the cia <laughs> training him and giving him yes, money yeah i mean yeah. you know you said you said the osama bin laden from the us government yeah, i agree you with you said the 80s funding the mujahideens in afghanistan and celebrating them like what <laughs> you know 
then comes back yeah. to bite you in the ass. It's funny how that happened. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not naive. Well, that's what happened in that. Israel, too. Like, they. Right. Uh, but then Netanyahu. we also have to separate governments from innocent civilians. That's why I think this gets really, really complicated. If uh-huh. what you're having is a bunch of shithead elites, like having a spa between themselves, then fuck, go kill each other. I don't really care. But like the moment you like the the moment you have like thousands and thousands of innocent civilians being murdered by these fucking head cases, mm-hmm. then I do understand the inclination that you need to hit back and you need to hit back hard because if you don't, your population is going to be completely and utterly fucking terrorized. And you can't have well, that as a leader. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with the terrorized part. But here's a mm-hmm. uh, I think it, you can't say this. You'll get uh pilloried and you know killed for saying this but uh after 9-11 specifically like something like 83 percent of the u.s was pro like invasion um yeah i don't know i i think you can draw a very clear line between uh government entities and people um it's oh yes i think you can too yeah right but it but it's I don't know. It's not really because then you have like you have people in the government who are genuinely trying to prevent terrorist attacks. I think you do yeah. have a, a significant amount of the government. I'll say U.S. and Israeli who are allowing or fostering or encouraging terror attacks like the government, the people running. the yeah, government. I think are, that's right. I think I think they're funding it uh, directly, hoping for it, certainly. And uh, I would say a lot of times uh, kind of leaving a door open and crossing their fingers that something horrible happens. Um, yeah, I think it's partly like sadistic psychos doing stuff like that. But I think also there's a lot of like, I think we can't underestimate the number of like fucking retards in institutions. So I think it's some combination of malice and stupidity, like a combination yeah. of both. Do you think that carpet bombing, um, <laughs> carpet bombing Gaza is going to make more or less support for Hamas? Like, let's be, let's be real. Oh, I think it's, I think it's, uh, I, in all honesty, I um, I I fucking hate these like uh, like these radical Islamist, global caliphate, um, enthusiasts, and I think that they are um. Come on, what they ever do to you? To their... What's wrong with a little uh? Okay, I'm le- I'm Lebanese. I'm a Lebanese Maronite. They fucking ruined Lebanon. Okay, like that's Lebanon. I, who gives I mean... a shit about Lebanon? Yeah, who does now? Because it's completely destroyed. But like, yeah. if you were to be there a hundred years ago, it would have been completely different. I mean, I say all this. I grew up in Australia. I've never been to Lebanon. Like, it's just kind of an emotional tie of sorts. But like, I don't, I don't like um, this jihadi shit. I think it's really, really bad. And I think like the ways in which the left makes space for it and pretends that this is some kind of like revolutionary outlook or that these are good people trying to do the best for guns. No, I think this is like horrible. I think it's like, I don't think there's anything good about Hamas. I don't have any time for their shit. And pretending that murdering innocent civilians is some kind of like, you know, political act of resistance. I just think that's bullshit. I just think that these are like actually sick fucks. Um, I don't think, certainly I yeah, don't think are they that bombing Gaza, to answer your question, yeah. I don't think that bombing Gaza does anything productive in terms of decreasing, like, the radicalization of these jihadi faggots. Like, obviously, it's going to create more of them. Um, yes, yeah, so It's why, obviously going to create more of them. So why do it? Like, so then how can you possibly, I, like, I eventually I in a holy know. war, 
if you got a cycle of, of terrorism and crime and murder, uh, to stop it, somebody's just going to have to take an L. Like there's not, there's not a way to work. Yeah, there's no way to go in yeah. there and, uh, and assassinate. I mean, well, Trump did. Trump is the one guy that managed to assassinate only generals. I love him keep... so much. He's so good. I, know, I miss him every day. Um, but as long as we have this, as long as we have countries and nation states that are basically run by criminals and murderers and pedophiles. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it seems like the only way to stop any of this is for the for the bigger or richer people to take an L, which sucks. To um, some extent, but I think that you can't do that in a moment where you've just had a thousand of them murdered. Not that's the moment to them. do it. That's the only no, it's moment not, you can no, do, do it. You know, do you know why? No, that it just would never have worked. I mean, I, I, this is like, can we imagine a, a history where after 9-11, the no, U.S. But, government no, 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 just no. said, It's wow, not the same as 9-11. It's nothing like 9-11 because you don't have a fucking entire country whose um, founding myth was the fact of fucking pogroms and holocausts and all the rest of it. You haven't had 60 years worth of fetishization of that shit forming a fundamental part of what your country is. The idea that they could do nothing in response to that is just like, it's not possible. Uh, why not? Have you seen the way the neocons have been wetting their pants the last two months? <laughs> you mean practically there's no chance of it? Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, um, yeah. I agree. That's why I. Yeah. Well, the the end game there is just to take all the Palestinians in Gaza and put them in the highest percentage Republican districts in the U.S. And then for the Israeli government to take the two hundred million dollars worth of natural gas under Gaza and be done with it. Right. And then start gradually expanding east over the hills into West Bank. You and take say that, that but like. I mean, they're taking over the West Bank using insurgents rather than, I mean, I say insurgents, but I mean settlers. They're, yeah. they're like, they're not going to do this shit in an overt manner if they do have like an expansionist agenda. But the thing is, though, they gave back Gaza and the, uh, whatever it's called, after Jordan and Egypt had them. That's what I do find strange about the idea that, that it's an expansionist state. Like, if it was, wouldn't it have just hung on to those after the 67 war? Like, I don't know. Whatever. It's all... Yeah. Uh, I, so you're okay with the, you're okay with a gradual state of war, I think it sounds like. I'm not, a, no, no. I think that if you're going to have a war, you should have an actual war and you should um, basically do like what the United States did to Dresden and then you should rebuild them and get over it and move on. But I think this... this <laughs> it's not what? so easy for the people who get bombed to move on. A lot of those, sure. a lot of those no, Palestinians can't go home. You know, they remember yeah, living really. not in yeah, Gaza. And they're like, well, I'd like to have my home back. Uh, no, not a couple festivals not... have to get bombed on, to get there. That's fine with me. No, but what I'm saying is that this current, like this shit that's gone on for the last 70 years, it's essentially female conflict. It's like low level, never actually resolving any problems, never actually doing what needs to be done to actually like the point of conflict is that you're like the point of a war is that you're resolving an existing like contradiction or conflict right and that does sometimes mean like a fuck ton of people need to die and a lot of things need to be destroyed but at the end of it you've actually dealt with the conflict um whereas what's happening here is like this totally feminized conflict where it's like you're just like like slapping each other over and over but like Nothing changes. You don't resolve the conflict. It's just this low-grade, constant, like, 
thing on the back burner but like nothing ever changes nothing ever gets resolved the existing yeah. problems are always there it's like a it's like a dysfunctional family where like he's like you don't kill each other but you just like slap each other around all the time and dad's always drunk and it's just like completely fucking retarded and it's it like just a, goes on forever it's <laughs> like, like a bad parenting situation yes absolutely got, absolutely I, the middle east has been like that since uh I mean, the Jew, the Jews have been getting kicked out of the Middle East for like since like 500 BC, and then exactly. either a Zoroastrian or a Christian or a Catholic emperor or ruler or dictator or uh, yeah. or monarch will say, "No, you know what? Get back there, all of you, get back there and figure it out." And they never really give them any more guidance than that. So uh, it's very, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I get, I don't, I don't see this as a war that is meant to work things out no um, i agree totally no it's always constantly just kicking the cab down the road with these idiots yeah that's all they ever do because um, no one has the guts to actually do an old school war and annihilate the other side neither of them's going to annihilate the other side that's the problem is that what you want I don't, that's <laughs> no good. i'm you not saying it's what that. i want no, 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 yeah. I'm not saying, saying that that's, that's the best case scenario is annihilate no, the other I'm, side. I'm saying that like the way that you actually resolve something like this is that you actually yeah. have to change like the players and the nature of the situation and no one's willing to like if we're well, actually about honest no, no, about it. No, no, this? bear with me one sec. One okay, sec. Okay, the okay. only thing I will say is that like I think that on some level there is that is what like I think on some like intuitive level all the Palestine idiot activists, the shrieking ones in the West, the fact that they keep talking about genocide and ethnic cleansing is, yeah. I think, some kind of subconscious acknowledgement that that is actually the only way that you could resolve this in a manner where it was actually like resolved and with any finality. The yes, fact is that Israel doesn't, they're not willing to genocide or ethnically cleanse them. And that's well, that would be the end of Israel. On. If they nuked Gaza, uh, they well, would quickly yeah, like, be nuked by Iran. Saying, they know that. They act, yeah, of course, exactly. So, but what I'm saying is like, if they actually wanted to, like if they, they have the power to genocide them or ethnically cleanse them or do any of these things, but like they're not willing to for obvious reasons, like whether they want killed. to, yeah, yeah, but I would also advocate that, like, if you look back at all the wars that have gone on over the last 70 years, like the Arab-Israeli wars that were happening in the mid-20th century, mm -hmm. the, the quote-unquote Palestinians, the Arabs, they wanted to genocide the Jews and get them the fuck out of that area too. Like, they do genuinely want to take back all of historic Palestine, and if they could, like, in a magical world, they would get rid of the Jews too. They don't have the power to, so there's no chance of it ever. But, like, I this think, is, like... somebody who also had that idea uh, ended up shipping, like, what, three million Jews to Israel in the 30s? Well, yeah, 40s? as a result of... Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah after that, yeah. Exactly. This shit that, yeah, true. It would have just cropped up elsewhere, I imagine, after that. I don't know. Well, how about this? Uh, how about, here's a, instead of, um, instead of rooting for genocide. Or, I'm, uh, I'm not. <laughs> like my long haired opponent. Um, oh my let's, God. Let's call that. I, I'm into it. I like the genocide. We'll figure out. I'm who just dies saying first, that obviously. that is like, it's the unwillingness to actually like be as brutal as would be necessary. No, that is a, that's a good thing. You have a very, this is a very bad attitude that you're bringing to the table, Amy. No, I'm just being honest. Nobody ever admits this. Nobody let's call it just plan says B. That that's like what would need to happen in order to change anything. I'm not advocating it. I don't yeah. advocate it. 
just to Dennis break, bad break kids. a few eggs to make an omelet. Uh, I <laughs> agree right. with you that there's this, uh, that the people protesting it know that uh, the only way to fix it is through genocide. And that's why they're, yeah, that's, that's right. why their messaging fits it. Uh, yeah. What if we just take the, the leaders of Hamas? Well, here's the problem. So we could, we could do this. We, we say leaders, the- but these leaders, it's all fake, this leadership shit, because the next little faggot will be the same. They just put up huh. a new one. Well, They're totally replaceable. You know, sometimes if you sometimes if you kill them in in fun and spectacular ways, it, it takes a while for somebody else to step that's up. That's true. Yeah, so that's you got true. these guys in Qatar, right? The leaders of Hamas. They're all billionaires. Yeah. They're sitting in. Yeah, sitting they're in all just hanging in Doha. Doha. Yeah. Somebody like Trump, praise Jesus, if we ever get him back, comes in, massacres them. Very easy. Very easy to do this. Uh, but the flip side is Israel has got to pump the brakes on all their apartheid shit and checkpoints. And what apartheid their... shit? I reject the apartheid claims, by the way. You you reject the idea that there's different uh, that there's different laws for different races in Israel. I reject the 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 use of the term apartheid. I also reject the idea that um, so we're talking about like quote unquote Palestinians. Or yeah. Arabs, right? That are outside of the contiguous lines of Israel. They're not Israeli citizens, right? Right. Yeah. Because because when we talk about there are Arabs who are Israeli citizens, mm-hmm. who are not quote unquote Palestinians, right? So within like within being an Israeli citizen, you if you have an Arab background, like you have the same rights as an Israeli citizen. That's like a Mizrahi Jew or Ashki Jew. You know within, what I mean? You're saying so within the boundaries of Israel? Yes, within the boundaries of Israel for yeah. Israeli citizens. Yes. I don't, yeah, except I don't think that's true because... I'm saying formally. I'm saying formally. I think I don't even think formally. formally, no, because you're allowed to any, uh, as far as I understand it, anyone who is ethnically Jewish can immigrate to uh, Israel. And uh, if you're that's not Jewish... That's a right to immigrate. Yeah. Well, but but, that's but not... so much of that land was taken from Palestinians. It's kind of like, I mean, it, it, that is a that is a race based law number one. So that's I mean that is no, that's disqualified because it's a because all that no because all the Arab Jews from all the surrounding Arab areas were pushed out almost immediately as soon as Israel was being created, and they are all welcome in there, and they're like ethnically essentially the same. Uh no, I don't think you can't immigrate to. You can't immigrate to You're a Misra- all the Mizrahi and like all the Sephardic Jews from all the other Arab countries that were pushed out in the moment Israel was created. Yeah. They're not like white European Jews. <laughs> well, they're just as like a brown Arab looking as any of the Arabs. It's the okay. same thing. They're all from the same area. Okay. So, okay. So you're like all the like Egyptian Jews and shit that were pushed the fuck out the moment Israel was created, the Jordanians, right. like these are all from the same fucking area as the Arab Muslims. So you're saying all of them have to stay out, and it's and uh... no, no, I'm not saying anything like okay. in terms of like what should be the situation. I'm just saying that like the percentage of Israelis who are like white European Jews is like thirty percent. Um, yes, my. My overall point is that in order to, if we have a plan A that's not the genocide, uh, Israel's going to have to give something in the form of uh, um, uh, their race-based laws. In what are you talking greater... about? You're talking about you don't mean race-based laws. You mean to Palestinians who are not Israeli citizens. Yes. Yeah. 
So why? So why? That's like saying, okay, the United States has race-based laws because it doesn't. Uh, the the Mexicans, it doesn't have the same rights to Mexicans. So, uh, the United States is an apartheid state. No, like, the what United the fuck S- are you talking about? Mexicans an, aren't a, American it's citizens. Purely immigration based. It's all it, okay. If you're so, Jewish, but you can then come it's That's that's a race-based law. How does that? Am I not explaining that right, or is that wrong? It's not if you're, a race-based law unless you think that Jew is a race. It is. And you're not willing to... But there are multiple different ethnic origins of Jews. So it's that's just dumb and wrong. Well, um, I think they're going to have to let more people than just only Jews immigrate back to Israel. And they're going to have to stop doing the... They're going to have to work something out with the... So you don't uh, want that to be, and again, I don't give a shit, but I'm just saying, do you, you don't want that to be like a homeland, quote unquote, forgive this framing, a homeland for the Jews or whatever, which is essentially like what was the goal for that specific state? You don't want that to be a thing calling that they're allowed it, to do. Calling it specifically a Jewish homeland and putting, I think they recently put it in their Because technically it too. is secular, like technically, but again that's yeah that's technicalities yeah no i know i know if they call if they call it that and they commit everything to that like like they're letting i know they've got laws in the books that that they're that they're growing all the time saying the community can get together and kick out whoever they want like you can't have that well you you can't i mean but then if we're gonna use america no if we're gonna use america as a as an analog um i think it is it is okay to look i just don't get why we can't no hold on hold on because every once in a while Every once in a while, America has to say, uh, God damn, all these Mexicans coming in. But so many of them got in that we just have to let them be citizens right now or else our fucking or else all of our paperwork falls apart. Right. And I think yeah. they're going to have I think, too, if we don't want to go with plan B, which is genocide. And I'm fine with that. Again, I say that's a great plan. Uh, if we want to go with the plan A, we have to do some kind of a. We have to do we have to get some kind of a Jewish Ronald Reagan in there who says, hey, you know what, guys, this is uh so we what do you what do you mean by amnesty? Because at present, what's happening? Are you talking about like the internal dynamics of Israel or what to do with the Palestinian problem? Uh, both of them. And by the way, I don't think everyone in Israel is so thrilled about their own government. Like, no, I, there's uh, a lot of left wing pushback because it has been getting increasingly more. Um, to, like to the extent that I understand, it seems as if the. Netanyahu government has been getting a lot of pushback, especially because they've been making a lot of changes to like the constitution and the court system there, which I think a lot of the lefty liberal types are not so pleased with. Yeah, because um, it, it creates more problems for them. But potentially, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know. Uh, I assume it will go on like this forever because yeah, it I, seems to be the same paradigm that we use in the United States. Just like provoke an attack, get attacked, let an attack happen, blow people up and then cheer about it. Like let everyone succumb yeah. to their basis nature and celebrate and sing songs about murder and call their kids cockroaches and stuff like that. I'm sure it will yeah. continue like that until somebody gets nuked and then it will probably continue like like that after and we'll end yeah. up with uh, Dearborn, Michigan that has uh, you know two yeah. million Palestinians show up uh, sometime yeah, in 2026. Bad. But... Uh, all of my opinions are based around avoiding that, which means, no, no, anybody that's, don't, don't give me any excuse to shoot anybody, put the gun down, work it out. I know that there was a lot of murders, but, uh, let's not call it terrorism. It's just, it's murder. I'll give you my, I think part of the problem also is that, um, you no longer just have like, so you have on the one side, 
there's kind of the like the the pro-war types who are fairly overt about it so i think this the problem with creating these like chaz chop playpens which is effectively what gaza is that's funny yeah um it's now serving both the left and right sides of the political spectrum insofar as like Gaza is run entirely on foreign aid. Like, it produces literally fucking nothing. Um, it's run by a combination of, like, NGO workers and literal terrorists. And then you get basically, like, this perpetual playground for all the little NGO aid workers and for the left to, like, cry about their perpetual brown victims. And so you get both, like, you get all the military bullshit for that whole crowd to get invested in. And then you get like the left-wing humanitarian activist types who can like administer that whole region and cry about it perpetually being victims. Yeah. And so you, it's like satisfying way too many. Um, it's a lot of money in it. A lot of ads. Yeah. Like everyone's invested yeah. in the perpetuation of the status quo. Well, it's also it's it's uh, it's insane to expect people to turn on Hamas down there. Like, uh, you no, know, the people the that have voted for... for them to do that. There's no incentive for them to do that. Why would they do that? Uh, yeah. Uh, even if they had elections. Um, well, I mean, there Hamas are significant on, numbers like, of people. Pro progress. Not yeah, on, but, Hamas but, but the, the other the other Go problem ahead. also is that because Hamas is so imbricated within the foreign aid establishment and the like the UNRWA and stuff, what ends up happening is that they fucking love Hamas because they're the people who are giving them the um, social provisions that they need. And I'm not saying that this is necessarily the case because a lot of Gazans have been getting less enthusiastic about Hamas, at least leading up to October 7. But um, but when you have like these particular people being the ones who are providing you with food, resources, social programs, um, you're going to be at least uh, like neutral or somewhat enthusiastic towards them. Yeah. So the uh, more people die in these wars and then the more foreign aid floods in, then Hamas are the ones giving it out like Santa Claus. And so they like Hamas. Like that's part of the problem is that the more people die, it creates this track of like aid deliverance. Well, everybody increases. loves their government when other when other people are getting killed or when they're getting killed. Like I think um, I think right before this festival attack happened, there was a law change in in Israel where it was a controversial law where they were I, I can't I forget what exactly what it was, but it was something like they got to review the government got to review everything or the court no longer got to review anything that got passed as a law so they could it was essentially a government overreach law i don't remember reading they it. Yeah. the supreme yeah. court's powers they, basically in israel yeah, yeah. No. so like yeah yeah the review powers of the court would decrease so that the executive essentially had more power that was unchecked yeah so if you kind of ignore all the you know the the festival girls getting raped and murdered and the death and the number of the death toll and everything it's a it's just a normal government power grab, which is why I'm yeah. uh, not supportive to which I'm not even entertaining, which is why I'm not even entertaining the philosoph philosophical ideas of nation states defending themselves. It's just look, every one of these every single one of these governments is just criminals. Hamas, the Israeli government, the U.S. government. Now they're somehow they're working together to get us killed. 
and whip us up into a frenzy and draw lines in the sand and, and commit our, even as you say, masculine, feminine energies and commit our, uh, our philosophical concepts of like tribe and, and uh, of tribalism and, and defense and safety in these, uh, these power struggles. Um, and it's, and we don't need it. Uh, at some point, at some point, somebody's going to have to say stop. Uh, Cause the, the genocides, the big bomb's not going to happen, I don't think. Because if it happens once, it's going to happen all over. Iran's not going to tolerate that. 100 million Muslims are not going to tolerate. Uh, why don't Why don't the Why don't the top dogs start talking to the actual people? Who, like, because I think ultimately, like, trying to engage, like, I think Hamas is a consequence rather than a cause. If that makes sense, like, I why aren't um Why don't they have like Why don't they put um the What's his name? The, who's the Iranian guy? Why anyway? Why don't they put Iranians and BB in a room together? Why haven't we got like actually the top dogs talking to each other? No, but like, <laughs> why don't we have the top? Why aren't we like ne negotiating this at a top level? Because they don't want peace. Like we know, we know where the Hamas leaders are. They're evil. We need Trump no, to I come know. in and wipe but, them out and just kill those guys. But not the bad only guys that, doing bad but, shit. That's fine, but also that, like, to me, like, you need to solve the problem at the conceptual level. So, for instance, what? Why have we got like the beef between Israel? Okay, the whole Iranian like funding of all this shit. That's actually relatively new, and it's because we yeah. knocked out all the others that were all the Arab states that were, um, f that were warring with Israel. Kissinger, in particular, was really actually pretty good on this, and bought off a bunch of those faggots in the surrounding area and ever since they've signed peace deals it's actually been peaceful like you haven't had egypt fighting with israel anymore you haven't had jordan fighting with israel since the early 80s since peace deals were signed like this actually isn't that hard and the whole iranian element is a brand new one and without it hamas would be deeply fucked that's the other thing so like why don't they actually try to resolve this at a diplomatic level instead of all this like dumb guy shit at the middle management level because we got a, uh, because the U.S. has a gigantic army that needs money now. That we got no more Afghanistan and Ukraine. I mean, that's like our whole. I'm that's not always necessarily our convinced that it's that straight. Uh, I mean, I guess, yeah. That's our. That's always. That's always our mo. Wars can't we find another? Can't we find another planet? Can't we find another planet to, like, fuck shit up on? Can't are we get Elon, Elon Musk to get yeah, on that? Palestinians or Jews there? Who's not allowed on that planet? We need a, we need a money pit to sink all this military industrial shit into so that we don't have to keep fucking up. Or we can make them compromise. Earth. Look, the settlements are fine. You guys got to figure it out. Plenty of countries have existed. We Maybe we can sit them all down and say, you guys have to watch Crash. It's a movie about L.A. We got a lot of, we got black people, Mexicans, white. We got Sandra Bullock oh, God, here. No. Everybody I think carpet bombing would be less... Less unpleasant than that. I mean, won an Academy Award. This is a good movie. Uh, I don't know why we're so precious about their inability to get along. It's like, no, you guys. No, you I'm not talking. To, I think that the, I think that like the the middle management and the like total worker drones at the bottom, they can get along all fine. It's the fact that they're being like without the support at the top levels that are creating the drama and funding the drama and invested in the drama, then you wouldn't have the drama. But yeah. if you keep funding it in a top-down manner, then it will flow on. Like, do you guys have anti-Semitism laws there? I know uh, we probably in will soon. Australia. Yeah, in Australia. No, did you not see like the Alu Akbar screaming at our <laughs> opera house recently to gas the Jews? 
Oh, yeah, that was Australia, wasn't it? Yeah. Wow, what a beautiful background yeah. for that. Australia's thoroughly fucking... We just say a lot of stuff. I guess our Alu Akbars are the same. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll be having this debate in the opposite way in 20 years now that... Um, I don't even yeah. think you and I really disagree on a whole bunch. I just think that, like, it's hard on Twitter to articulate, like, what you actually think in a manner that's um, clear. Plus, also funny anyway. I think you're more... Uh, bombastic on Twitter or slightly more pro war than me, I think. Probably, yeah. But that's, I think women so. are supposed to be a little bit. Women are always telling yeah. us to go die for some stupid reason, right? Oh, no, I don't want anyone to die. I don't want my friends oh. to die. I mean, you're gonna dance. For I don't it. want my friends to die. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me, I don't care if my enemies die. <laughs> now, let me ask you about this. It's kind of related uh, to the conversation, but. What about the crackdown? You know, they they brought the heads of uh, some of the Ivy League universities in front of Congress uh, the other day, and they said, hey, if you know, how are they allowed to say this on campus? And it's kind of a big thing in America. I think Dick was kind of alluding to it there. Anti-Semitism laws and Nikki Haley last night flat out said anti-Zionism should be considered basically hate speech against the Jews. Uh, Anti-Zionism is anti-Semitism. Uh, any thoughts on that as a topic uh, between you two? I don't believe in hate speech laws. I believe in freedom of speech. Um, I think it's also very convenient that this shit's been going on, like um, the anti-white speech that's been like heinous and ridiculous in the United States for like the last however many decades. It just seems to me a little much that you instantly get this like congressional hearing about anti-semitism but like where the fuck were they like two three years ago when half of the united states was being set on fire um for quote-unquote black lives i don't know i just find it all a little much it is a little i don't believe it, it? yeah <laughs> i mean those riots were fun what are you talking about were... yeah right mate i don't like riots i don't like disorder i think i'm a lot more like i April you only like, like war. I don't like, I don't, yeah, this is like a half war. war. I want a war, not a yeah, riot. Yeah, I want proper war. Deal with the problem. Get it over with. Give me the full genocide, <laughs> the whole hog. And we're so and well we in the civil on. war. We just got well, rid of all of our problems war, in the US. <laughs> that's right. After total war, then you have total living. <laughs> um, I think it's, uh, I look at it like, the, like Nikki Haley and, and DeSantis, they're like, they're oh, like, yeah, company they're fucking, men and... Nikki Haley's ridiculous. Like, they're just pushing that old neocon, neolib line. Like, they're so predictably, like, yeah, I can't say like, anti Semitism is, uh, is like, it's like anti profit for them. Like, they, 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 they wish they could just make protesting war illegal, which, like, the, the, the government has been trying to make protesting war illegal since the government started. But, like, that don't yell fire in a crowd, the crowd of theater shit. That's uh, not true. I, that was never a thing. Sorry. No, Everyone that was that was coined. That. that was coined by the Supreme Court. The, the, that you can't yell fire and fire. No, it was in a Hold peripheral thing. Right. It wasn't a reigning judge. It was coined by the Supreme Court in order to stop war mm -hmm. protesters. They said you can't protest a war. It would be like putting people in danger by saying fire and credit theater. So yes, I think, and then that was overturned less than 20 years later. It was never the rain, whatever. Okay. But they're still trying. They're, they're the government is always trying to make um, protesting war illegal. And uh, Nikki Haley Maybe. and DeSantis found a new way to do that by saying dying and fighting a war for Israel is anti Semitic and therefore uh, illegal. Um, 
I'm sure it will be soon. You know, I don't think that anti-Semitism should be illegal. I don't think that racism should be illegal. I think that like if you have a problem with what someone's saying, walk away from them or tell them to get fucked. Like I don't believe that you should be dictating from the top down like what people are allowed to think and say to each other. I find that fucking obscene. And I think that like the United States, especially in the last like 10 to 15 years, um has become a lot more retarded on that like the the fact that so many on the left would quite happily like um censure people's speech in really massive ways like actually really worries me because the united states well, having this is the, the right amendment and being better i know but i actually think that that's a dying thing on the right like i think it's a bigger issue on the left the left is far more restrictive of speech and the consequences for people who are not left-wing have been much greater in the last 10 to 15 years and so i think what you're getting is this like last hurrah from the neocons but they're not actually where the reigning power is anymore i wish i was that optimistic uh i think this is a a, a like a like a quid pro quo between right. the left making uh, yeah, racism and illegal and the right making anti-Semitism right. illegal, which is just anti-war. Like they say anti-Semitism, but it's really just anti-war protest. Right. Okay. But I don't think that governments actually have a problem with like anti-war protest because it's just protest. It, it's not actually powerful. It's fake. Uh, because look at true? all those anti-war faggots on the left, like Medea Benjamin. <laughs> Yeah. No, I know, but but do you know what I mean? There's this whole industry of quote unquote anti-war protesters. What do they do? Nothing. They just it's just it's it's faking gay. It's like a performance all the time. It yeah. doesn't threaten anyone. Uh, but does it slowly erode support for war? Like most of no. This, most what of the what erodes support for, support is from for evangelical war? Soldiers coming back with PD, PTSD, and you realize how fucking damaging and horrible war is. That's what actually changes support for war. Uh, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that happened after uh when was the longest time we had without a war i think that's what got the right to turn away from it more so than any of this protest crap because the protest crap was there from the outset almost yeah um certainly certainly being able to remove it from social media will make it a lot easier to go to war i mean look what they did to massey he voted for he was the only one that Voted against, uh, he's the only one that voted against war, even that, even the Muslim lady just merely abstained, right? Like, that's how, that's how dangerous it is to be anti-war yeah, but at, Yeah, but this stuff goes on both sides. Like, the UN passed a resolution in the 70s saying that Zionism is racism. So, like, both lots of these fuckers are trying to declare the other side's speech unacceptable. Um, and I don't believe in any of it. I think you should be able to say essentially whatever you want. And nice. people need to grow up and stop being little fucking crybabies about it. I shouldn't say that. Wait, is Massey the only one who voted against that law? I yeah. think so. Yeah, I believe so. I think there were a couple of like present votes, but he's been. That was ballsy of him. That law was bullshit. Like, even if you agree with it, it shouldn't have been a law. Like, if you agree with it like, personally or emotionally or whatever, that doesn't mean it should be a law. It it kills me that nobody seems capable of separating what they personally or, like, emotionally feel towards a thing from, like, what should be the law. Yeah, and I don't know. Are you talking about where they... 
I don't know if it was like an official law or it was just a resolution or whatever. It Congress, does, resolution. This. Congress yeah. does this dumb shit. It's a complete waste of time. It's like, this is the opinion of Congress. It's a resolution, but it has it's no binding. It's signaling to the base. Yeah. Yeah, well, because it gets yeah. struck down if it was a law. Uh, at least I think it would. <laughs> Yeah, it would. It would. Uh, I think it would. Uh, but they yeah. should only do that. Just sit around passing resolutions all day. <laughs> that's about That'd all they great. do. Yeah, totally. yeah. 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 <laughs> it's so much better. <laughs> we all think things should be better. We're passing a resolution. We all like right? good things, not cool. bad things. <laughs> Well, where do you think it goes? From, I, I mean, I guess we kind of already had that conversation, but I, I think a lot of, and Amy kind of said this, a lot of your frustration uh, is is with the left and, you know, a lot of these activists come from the left. Um, but th there have yeah, been there have been some agreement. You see it in my chat. You see it elsewhere where some more right wing people ag agree uh, with the leftist activists, but also in reverse, uh, where you see yeah. the elected leftists and the elected rightists uh coalescing around a, a pro-Zionist, pro-Israel, whatever you want to call it, position. Um, like Yeah, this is something that cross-cuts, like, left and right, probably more so than most other issues, I would say. How does that evolve uh, into the future? You see some of the polling, and I was actually shocked by some of the polls I saw at the outset of the conflict where um, there was a lot more sizable portion than you would imagine uh, in the U.S. who said, hey, we shouldn't be giving Israel weapons for this. We should kind of stay out of this. Uh, and it's a little bit different than what you see in the media. How, how will this um, progress into the future? Uh, you know, I think in part it's generational. I actually think that both Zoomers and Millennials to a much greater just degree than like Gen X and the Boomers. I think we are all um, far less enthusiastic about foreign aid and foreign um, giving like military aid to other nations, that sort of thing. I think if you, that's the arena in which you get actually quite a bit of agreement. Um, where that goes in future, I'm not so sure. But we'll what see. Is, I don't know. I just find it really convenient that these motherfuckers who are anti, you know, military aid in relation to Israel because it will potentially kill their little brown Muslim friends. You did <laughs> not hear them. Like, they were happy to give 10, 20 times as much military aid to Ukraine where white people were going to die. And I just think that's all a little bit convenient. Like, Ukraine lost that one, by the right? Is that how, are we calling it? Or are they still yeah, kicking around? I think around they're about to there. call it. Yeah, it seems like So it would have been it. easier just to surrender right away, right? Yeah. Which? Ukraine. It, Oh, yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah, of course. They're never going to win. But that wasn't the point. The point was, to, again, to create low-grade conflict for an infinite period of time. Yeah, to weaken the Russian military, right? The more Russians dead, the better if they're tied up. Um, yeah. But, yeah, Ukraine, that thing is looking pretty over. But you do have people who support both, though. And that, we talked about Massey earlier. He's against both. Like, he stayed consistent. He's like, I don't support aid to Ukraine. I don't support, uh, you know, this this bullshit in Israel. His words. How do we have for. him? How do we not have more of him? How do we <sighs> recreate that? I don't. It's so crazy. Because you need to create the constituencies who will actually have their back because you, like most people, the only people who will ever have the balls to do this kind of thing is like are basically a right-wing white guy because they, whereas like all of the others basically act as a reflection and like a container for their constituents. Whereas every now and then you'll get like a right-wing white guy who's like not impervious to the pressure of all the like whiny faggots outside who like tell them they're a bad person and all that shit. Do you talk like this in the real world? 
not so much. Not really. <laughs> I don't know. But do you, but like, I, you're never going to, like, a woman is never going to say something that's going to get her, like, hated by half her constituents and then be like impervious to the amount of like pressure and like name calling and all the rest it's only every now and then you get like it is literally just right-wing white guys are the only ones who are like impervious to that kind of pressure in my view yeah what about vivek remember last night when he told oh, uh, christy to have a meal that was so funny meal? i was hoping <laughs> i mean pray and he said it and he did i mean Vivek is funny insofar as like, yeah, we all like what he's saying in the moment, but I don't trust that motherfucker as far as I can throw him. Like he's no. just doing a little performance. It's kind of like a minstrel show for us in a way. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> <it's> <laughs> guy came out doing a literal, if Travis Scott or whatever, Rick Scott came out doing a minstrel show, I would vote for him. I mean, it's funny. I'd still enjoy it, but it's entertaining. But like, the, he's clearly just lurking on it. Like, our corner of twitter and just saying like what he sees there it's funny but like it is just a performance so it's funny because i but it's great like it's good well yeah it's i fine. liked a lot of what i heard obviously uh from him last night too and then a lot of people in chat did too but then there was one or two people in chat said this guy's this is an act i don't trust this guy this is a, a yeah he says all the right things <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's funny it's like an indian patrick bateman <laughs> yeah yeah he's great it's hilarious but like i i would not put that mf in charge of anything that like was super super important <laughs> like well uh i'm trying to think of another i think we kind of covered most of it. Is it oh i have a take i have a take here's my take is that okay so uh one of the reasons that um the beef between nikki haley and vivek i think that they in one another they see each other in the other right but nikki haley is like the candidate for like a certain type of like um uh gen x like neocon and so she says like all the things that reflect a certain type of republican constituent and then um and then vivek is like the same for like the magic for the MAGA crowd the like a millennial and younger like MAGA types and so they see in each other that they're both just these like Indian merchants of a specific like generation in the Republican Party they're basically doing the same thing they see each other in the other and that's why they fucking hate each other basically uh, well they're both in like a game recognizes game that's right yeah deal. they're both like Indian merchants yeah. for a particular <laughs> Republican constituency <laughs> you can tell that's part of it too like it's a racial thing like indian on indian violence oh, you know absolutely. what i mean like, yeah you, you yeah, yeah. See and they could both completely. say the word they could both yeah. call each other though you know but they don't right probably hate that too well he even said it last night he's like nikki you know out of anybody i know you can pronounce my name and you're still mispronouncing <laughs> it and i'm like wow okay it's deep isn't it, it goes that deep right yeah 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 it's fucking hilarious i find it so funny it's so good um it was so pathetic when christy dipped in and started melading nikki haley that was so gay oh yeah oh, he white knighted her so hard on stage yeah it was the gayest thing i've ever seen like, she's sad. a good woman and no she's not first off second off even if she was she's a grown woman uh, you know ambassador to the un i think she could handle herself probably right chris big motherfucker we don't and she probably wants somebody better than him defending right. her. That's not that's what I was to oh, man. Could you just could you let somebody else get in there first, man? Fuck, <laughs> uh, it's not a buffet.
<laughs> could wait. Then what about him leaning up on? I know this is off topic, but all yes. night he was leaning on the podium like this, and I was He's like, this fat motherfucker can't stand up. Because like, it goes, it's exhausting standing up. Okay, uh, it's not easy dude, when you're carrying that much. They should have had. They should have on all these just like a trivia round at the end, like where they ask them shit. Like, okay, can you name three? Can you name three? Uh, provinces in Ukraine and just go to each one and see who can actually fucking do it. That would be hilarious. Oh, he stomped him with that. Oh, God. That was just... Uh, that Turner was, was on the yeah, show but... a couple weeks ago. She, said he, she got dog walked. I think that that was a good a good way to describe <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, but that's such a good but that's such a good bullying tactic also because if True. you get someone like me, I get like... I, I have such a like... Like if somebody who I don't like who's who I don't respect as an authority is telling me to dance. I'm not going to fucking dance. Do you know what I mean? Like, even if I knew three provinces, I'd be like, fuck she you, get them. <laughs> True, but like... Yeah, but no woman on earth is going to know that the answer to that question. She didn't That's know. Could have asked her what year point. the Civil War That's was. That's why I'm saying it was a smart move, yeah. It's kind of a gotcha thing. It's a, it's a cheap thing to do, but also she clearly did not know the three problems, right? No, she definitely didn't. Of course she didn't. <laughs> because she would have said But, like, right? an, but this is why Trump is amazing, too, because if anyone tried that shit with him, he wouldn't know them, but he would still put them in their place. That's right. why he's the best. Yeah, and then she goes, oh, I, want it. it's not even, I shouldn't even dignify that with an answer or whatever. So, yeah, cool. Trump would have said power. something psychotic back at him, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> Start talking about yeah. his, his mom killed Kennedy or some shit like that. Like, there's no telling what Trump would have said. <laughs> now, what were you going to say? I didn't mean to cut you off there. I had to get my dumb joke. <laughs> oh, uh, I was just going to say. I, I, it's so frustrating that Trump isn't part of these debates. I totally get why he's not. They're ridiculous and retarded, and he's like winning by, you know, ahead by 50, 60 points. Of course, he shouldn't like reduce himself to debating these retards. But like at the same time, I miss, I miss him. I wish he was in. And we covered it last <laughs> yeah. night. You know, we still covered him, but like it's not the same without Trump. And I mean, it's it no. would be political malpractice for him to participate, though. Uh, Absolutely, because, yeah. You know, when you're that far ahead, I mean, every single strategist is going to say, "Don't participate," because there's it, nothing be to gain. Yeah, there's yeah, nothing. There's nothing to gain, to gain exactly. Yeah, yeah. Only only loss can come from that. Uh, and I know it's frustrated the the GOP and some others, but it's like uh, that's what any consultant, any anybody would tell you don't participate there's not not when you're that It'd be far bonkers to participate you'd be crazy like why would yeah, you yeah, and plus it also makes it 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 almost like it does actively sort of um denigrate them and put them down in like a lower like yeah level in some way the yeah. optics of which it is too. clever yeah which like, like and it like forces them to de go and like debate like governors who aren't even in the race and shit. Yeah. Well and they actually showed a clip. I hadn't seen him do this before. They showed a clip of Trump last night and I was like, wow, okay. This this makes it look even more JV. It's like, are you gonna pull up Trump clips and have him react to them like it's a the fucking kill stream or some shit? Like I'm like, what that's so funny. It was bad. Uh, I do see a comment and, and we'll wrap here in a, in a minute. Uh but I see uh Jim Satala says Massey represents the hills of Kentucky. The hill people uh, hate the government and support him because he is an Actual libertarian who has never to never yeah. abandoned his principles. Yeah, uh, is what Jim Satala said there. Uh, and yeah, he's in that safe district and he's personally popular and you can't tell him shit. But Chuck Schumer was calling him an anti-Semite and delete this tweet. He put out this funny tweet. Like, delete yeah. this. This is just what I was talking about with my floor speech. And you make me sick. And then Massey just blew him out of the water uh, on Twitter with his reply. I forget exactly what it was. 
good. But something if you if you cared as much about the. This me or whatever. I forget what he said, but he just completely destroyed Schumer with like 28,000 uh, likes compared to Schumer 6 or whatever. So uh, I don't like Chuck Schumer. So I did. I did enjoy that. Yeah, he's ridiculous. He's such a ridiculous person. Yeah, he really is. Uh, related to Amy Schumer as well, the illustrious comedian. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, that's like that. his third cousin or some shit yeah yeah it actually <laughs> third and fourth <laughs> yeah yeah i believe so um, i know better making fat jokes on this show now that that's you're true. Like, I guess. Thin, yeah. <laughs> yeah you notice i'm going hard as fuck on the fat jokes now too <laughs> it's like oh, i used to make them still but it's like oh you're a super fat fuck so like they don't land as much and now now they got some skinny in me. I just, I'm just laying into Chris Christie and every fat fuck I can find. You know, making up for lost time. You're you like a black <laughs> Thank you both. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right, where do we want to finish it here? Any final thoughts from you both? I'll, I'll start off with you, Amy. Any final thoughts here? Not really. I think I've probably said all I had to say. Thank you for having me. I appreciate <laughs> having you. Uh, and I hope everything's going well with you. I hope you're having a Merry Christmas season. Uh, and what about you, Mr. Masterson? Do you have anything? Uh, it was nice speaking with you again, Amy. Um, everybody, uh, go to patreon.com slash the dick show and see my three hour response to a part of Maddox's video, which we're going to watch the whole thing. It might take me a year, but we'll eventually get through that whole thing. Are you two jilted lovers still sparring? Good God. He lived, he made a three hour Godfather length, uh, Godfather 2 length <laughs> video covering the last uh, eight years. Took him five years he's to a, make. He's a broken ex girlfriend. I think you alpha widowed him. And that's, <laughs> I, think so. I think he's going to be talking about me for the rest of his life, too. Yeah. 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 You're the one that got away. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> He made like a 3D model. Like he rendered a 3D model of me. He made these yes. uh, so he could animate it. He made these uh, these chapter like title wipe screens. It's like chapter yeah, no seven. One, the yeah, no one can, yeah, no one can fuck him as good as you and he can't get over it. That's clearly what's going on here. This is like hysterical ex-girlfriend behavior. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's, I'm sure he's got more videos coming uh, in the next five years. So, by the we'll way, see. Maddox, are you taking notes? Dick's gonna get four or five fucking bonus episodes out of this. You fucking idiot. Like, and give Ralph credit next time. All yes. those kill stream clips. What the fuck? What a bastard. Yeah, see, the problem is that you're encouraging it, you're rewarding this behavior. Well, yeah, I make money. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Makes sense. If you're commoditizing it, hey, why not? <laughs> Maybe he's more pro than we the thought. Content. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, Maddox is my Hamas. I'm funding him secretly. <laughs> Amy, Dick, thank you both. I had a lot of fun with that. I stayed silent during the most of it, but I got involved there in the end. I had a lot of fun. Not an official debate, just a conversation. Yeah, yeah no. Uh, I was like, please don't make me take the Zionist. <laughs> she literally said that at DM. She's like, oh, wait, hold on. I don't want to be. Yeah, Amy, what you, look, people are getting the wrong idea with your Twitter. What? what what's going on? You got to tweet some the other way, too, every once in a while. I don't care. I like giving people the wrong impression, making them mad. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> okay. Well. She's been bad from Twitter more than anybody I've ever seen in my life, by the way. That's right, baby. It's insane. <laughs> but I always come back. She does. I always get reincarnated. Yeah. She always comes back. Even before Elon got there, she would come back, and I'm like, how did she come oh, that's back? That's true. She gone. Yeah, she's... 
a firecracker on Twitter for sure. Yeah. Now you passed it to Alex Jones. Oh, I hope Alex Jones comes back. Well, you know what? I, so good. I heard he did an interview with Tucker tonight, and they were saying that they might reinstate him. And I haven't seen it, but it's like an hour long. I hope so. Yeah. It would look bad if Tucker was interviewing Alex I and know. then Elon, who's been promoting Tucker, still has yes. still keeps him banned. Yeah, I did a whole episode of my podcast last year looking at like the um court case and everything. And he was railroaded railroaded so bad. So when I saw that um that uh what's it, that Elon was like saying that Elon had bought into like kind of the the mainstream bullshit about him saying horrible things, which he didn't say. Um I, and I was really disappointed. So hopefully, like now that he's been on Tucker recently and a bit of time has elapsed, like it would be really good if he can come back. I hope so. Uh, and like you said, it's just a bad look for him to be interviewed on this like centerpiece program on X. Uh, wait, he doesn't have an X account, yeah. right? Like, yeah, now's the time to get him back yeah. when all the advertisers yeah. are already boycotting. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. Totally, that's that's actually totally true. Yeah, and he didn't get banned for the Sandy Hook thing. He got banned for chewing out Oliver Darcy on a Periscope live, which was hilarious, by the way. <laughs> yeah, but uh, these are these are always just bullshit reasons. He got yes. banned because he's Alex Jones. Like that's, right. that's why. That's exactly <laughs> yeah, right. that's exactly right. Uh, but I thank both of you for joining me tonight. You want to tell people where to find you, uh, Dick and Amy? Here, I, I know you mentioned Patreon.com/slash The Dick Show, but what's your Twitter? Yeah, Dick Show, Dick Masterson on Twitter. Thanks, guys. Thank you, brother. What about you, Amy? Uh, just at Amy Cherise on Twitter. Um, that's about it for now. Very cool. Merry Christmas to you both. I appreciate you taking some time tonight to give me some content here on the Kill Stream. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for having and, me. And have a good one, both of you. Thank you. Bye bye. 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 There we go. Round of applause for them both. I really enjoyed that.